Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Atlanta, my guest is a singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist whose new music video got over 12,000 views in the first week alone. She has won multiple Female Country Artist Awards, plus one of her original songs was chosen for a bullying awareness charity, which led to her headlining the Teen Nation Tour. Although she's based in Atlanta, she does travel to Nashville regularly. She is also quite accomplished in modeling as well, as we will discuss today. You've been hearing a song of hers entitled Georgia Moon. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Katie Bell. Hi, how are you? Hi, Katie. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Let's start off by having you tell the listeners all about the song that was just playing, Georgia Moon. So, Georgia Moon, it's actually kind of a breakup song. It doesn't really sound like it. But Georgia Moon was written about a guy that um, I really, really liked, and I thought he kind of had the same feelings for me. And Georgia Moon was almost like a dream date scenario, talking about, you know, carving our name in an oak tree and dancing with fireflies and, and things like that. Like, it was kind of like a dream scenario I I wish like a night we would have had, but he just didn't feel the same way about me. So it, it never happened quite like I imagined it to, but, um, yeah, Georgia Moon was just a little crush song. Um, and it's actually one of my favorites. I, I love Georgia Moon. So you wrote that while you were still dating him or after the two of you broke up? I wrote that while we were still dating, but he was, I obviously didn't date him long enough <laughs> because he was a little different than I thought he was going to be. <laughs> well, so then that begs the question, did you write a different type of song about him after you oh, broke yes, up? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> At a girl. <laughs> I did write a sequel to Georgia Moon, and it is called One More Minute. <laughs> and it's, like, it's the complete opposite. It has like a really big rock influence in it and it's a definite Carrie Underwood jam for sure. Wow. Okay. Okay. And is that song out there for our listeners to, to hear somewhere? We have not released it yet. Um, I was thinking about possibly putting it on my new EP. Okay. Well, Katie, as listeners will hear, you are quite a busy girl. Tell the listeners how (laughs) old you are and then tell them and me how you're doing all this. What with, Juggling songwriting, <laughs> recording, performing live, traveling, making videos, modeling. How how are you doing all that? What what advice do you have regarding managing 
multiple priorities and and where do you find time and all that to to just be a girl <laughs> well um i am senior in high school i just graduated a couple weeks ago um but i have been in school since i was in eighth grade so i could travel and um and you know do music and follow my dreams i have two extremely supportive parents um my mom is primarily the one who helps me out with um, most of it. Um, she is my kind of manager also, well, for the time being. Um, I just got out of a contract with a manager, so for further notice, she's my <laughs> my manager again. Um, but she's amazing. She's She books me on basically everything. Every Everything I do, she she books and, um, and sets up. So she's it's amazing that she's my mom and I can trust her and that she's also my, like in my business partner and takes care of me. And so, yeah, I just have a really supportive family and I just have dedicated my, basically my whole life to music for um, a long time now. And so, um, I always make time for, for any traveling that I need to do or, um, any recording that's necessary or, anything like that. Yeah. I was going to say that, you know, it's, it's great that your mom is doing all that for you. And and as you said, it probably makes you feel a lot more comfortable because obviously you can trust her wholeheartedly, but but at the end of the day, you are still the one that's writing the songs. You're still the one that's recording. You're still the one that's performing live. You're still the one that's making the videos and and doing your modeling. So it does have to, and and, uh, you said that you just graduated from high school. So that makes you 17 years old, correct? Yes. So, you know, so, so to, to do all that you're doing and then still try to find time to just be a 17 year old girl who wants to go off and do stuff with your friends, it, it, I, it sounds like it's very challenging. Well, the good thing also about my mom being my manager is she knows my personal schedule as much as she does my business schedule. <laughs> so she gives me a lot. She gives me, she is very, very generous and fair with the free time that she gives me, which I'm very blessed for. She's not like crazy overbooking me. I mean, it looks like I'm busy. I, I, I mean, I am very busy, but she she gives me a lot of time to also, you know, get to hang out with my friends and like if I do something, if I'm busy for like a week straight, she'll give me a whole week off where she doesn't even ask me like where I'm going or where I've been. She just lets oh, me wow. kind of have a break every once in a while when it gets really crazy. So she's, she's awesome. Like I, I'm so blessed to have um, a mom like her. Well, so I think you said that you've been homeschooled. Is that correct? Yes. So then now that you have graduated from high school, are there college plans that have been made? And and if so, what are those plans? Well, that's a good question. So right now I'm looking at possibly taking a gap year because music and everything that I'm doing right now is going so well. I would, I really don't want to take four years off to go to school. Like I, I don't really want the experience of school. That's not really the lifestyle I want to live. I want to keep going with my music and, um, and, you know, keep achieving my goals and, and, you know, small successes every day and every day, you know, you get better. So, um, 
I want to take a gap year because if I take a year off and then decide I want to go back to school, I mean, that's, that's great. But, like, if I just jump straight into school, like, what if I don't like it? What if um, I'm not happy at the particular school I'm at? So I just think um, I want a year to kind of sit on it and see how music goes when I will not be doing any school because, of course, I'll be out of high school um, for the past. All, like always, I've had to juggle school also with singing, so even more time devoted to music, I could be uh, doing even more things. So we'll see how this next year was just devoting my whole life to school, or, or not school, devoting my whole life to, to music goes, and um, if I want to go to school, I'll decide from there. Yeah, and you read my mind because that was exactly where I was going with that question, I thought with all that this girl does have going on and, you know, being homeschooled is one thing, but if all of a sudden you're going to go away to college, for example, which, you know, I don't mean it as harshly as it sounds, but would make things even worse because now you're getting used to a new town. You're getting used to, I don't know anybody and, you know, having to commit to this college education that so much is being invested in financially that, oh, by the way, you know, what about my, my music and my modeling career that I left behind? It's uh, listeners, yeah. uh, episode 131. If you didn't hear that one, listeners, uh, Macy Medford was the guest. You can kind of go and get a different perspective. Um, she's from Texas, I believe, and uh, is currently attending college um, in Nashville at uh, Belmont University. And, and obviously uh, now hear this entertainment, the Instagram account, uh, all the people, all the accounts that are followed are guests who have been on the show. And, and lo and behold, I do see an awful lot of posts from Macy that are at school. And so, you know, I, uh, Katie, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say God bless you because, you know, to take that courageous leap and say, you know what, everything is going so well with my music and, and my modeling. There's just too many opportunities that I don't want to miss out. So I'm I'm wishing you well, and I'm saying God bless you because that's a that's a mature. Uh, approach, uh, attitude, a decision. I mean, I really appreciate that because you're so right. Like, it's such a leap of faith. Like, don't get me wrong, it's a really scary choice because at such a young age, you're like, wow, like, I could, like, ruin my whole life, like, right now. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a pretty uh, spiritual person, so I, I pray about it a lot, and I've just been working really hard and seeing so many amazing results that it really hasn't been as scary as it probably could be to make this choice. But of course I have doubts. Like, of course I hope that I'm making the right one, but you know, sometimes you just have to have faith and just jump right in (laughs) and dip your toe in the water. You have to just dive in head first. So yeah. And you also have to believe that, that the Lord didn't bless you with the talents that you have so that you can, you know, hide that light under a bushel. So well, exactly. you know, it's uh, it's it's going to be an, an interesting time for sure. Um, but in the meantime, uh, for those listeners, because uh, this show has been blessed to have gotten listeners from 127 countries around the world, obviously we will have listeners uh, who know Katie and who are listening to this because you are a, a friend, a family member, a follower, a fan of Katie's. But Katie, for those who are just being introduced to you for the first time, let's have you describe the timeline of events, meaning... At what age, and I guess in what order, did you start into all of the following? Songwriting, singing, playing piano, playing guitar, playing mandolin, and, and I guess even your modeling. 
Well, um, I was 10 years old when I started singing professionally. I was 10 when I co-wrote my very first song and went into the studio for the first time. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's crazy to imagine. I remember when I was when I was that age, I was like, oh, I'm doing so good. I'm so old. Like, yeah, this is where I should probably be at 10 years old. <laughs> and now I'm looking back and I'm like, wow, like 10 is so young. <laughs> I, was in, I was in sixth grade. I was in middle school. It's crazy. Wow. Um, wow. No, and I was traveling to Nashville at, in sixth grade on on the weekends and um, and going up there to write and record. And then in seventh grade, I started missing school a little bit more to um, go up to Nashville and work. And the school wasn't very supportive, honestly, of my music. And they were mm. sending home letters saying like. Like if you don't come to school, like we're gonna have to like expel you and unenroll you, un unenroll you. But wow. I mean, every yeah, I know. But like every time we would go out of town for music, we'd be like, "Hey, this is the deal. Like, um, give me all my work I need to do. Um, I'm gonna be out of town. I'm going to Nashville, you know, to work on my singing." Like all of the teachers, everybody knew that I was in music, but they just would not they would not like accept it as an, an excused absence because it wasn't right. academic or right. it wasn't a doctor's note. So yeah, I had a, I got a really hard time, um, in middle school or when I was in school, even elementary school about my singing, not just from other kids, but from the actual teachers, which is crazy. But, um, moving on high school, I stayed doing music. Um, I got introduced to playing the guitar around probably seventh or eighth grade. Um, it's not really my first choice for instrument. Um, I think it's a really generic instrument to play in country music. Had you already no been playing piano at that point? Right. Yeah. Well, I started playing guitar because they're like, well, you're in country, so you need to learn the guitar. But it really wasn't a great fit for me, so I begged my parents to get me a piano. Oh, oh And it okay. turns out... I could play the piano by ear. Wow. Yeah, so piano kind of picked me, and that's, that's really <laughs> what I play now is, is the keyboard at my shows mm -hmm. um, when I play an instrument. And then modeling is a more recent thing that happened about two years ago. Okay. I, I realized that I was kind of, you know... I've always been thin, but um, I got a little taller, and I was kind of, you know, considered tall and thin. So I was like, well, what about modeling? And I had already had some experience with my music videos and my photo shoots for music. So um, that turned out more as a hobby, and I've just been getting really lucky with that. So I really just do modeling for fun, but... Hmm. I guess it's working. So well, <laughs> see, gonna, it's it's interesting that you say that because um, back on episode 148, my guest was Zach Sebaugh, who is also out of Atlanta, and he had been on The Voice. He had been signed to a modeling agency, like I know that you are, Katie. And to him, it kind of felt awkward and new with with music being his first priority, also. But for you, I want the listeners to know as as much as you're saying that it was sort of just a hobby. You know, in fact, you actually got the cover of the spring 2017 issue of Teen Fashion Magazine. How, how did that come about? And, and, yeah. and have you started to see yeah. any additional opportunities come as a result of that? I mean, um, of course. 
uh, a lot of times if I'm walking in a fashion show and they find out I'm a singer, they'll want me to perform as well. And ah. that gets my name out. That gets my name out as both, you know? That's great. And then uh, people find me on Instagram all the time and ask to work with me based off of the pictures I post and uh, things like that. I take my social media really seriously. And I think that's a a reason why modeling was so easy for me was because I'm, like, obsessed with taking really unique and creative pictures Mm. and posting those on my social media to keep you know, people who don't know me and who are just finding me randomly, like to kind of catch their attention and maybe gain a follow or a fan. So I, I am really picky about what I post on my Instagram and on my um, social media. And so um, people just, I guess, started contacting me like, wow, like you're really pretty. Can we do a photo shoot sometime? And then I just started doing more and more and it kind of became um, a really natural thing for me. And so before I knew it, I was in modeling and I've walked in New York Fashion Week for the past three fashion weeks. And um, I've done New Orleans Fashion Week. And um, I was actually supposed to be flying down to Miami for swim week tomorrow, but it's raining really, really bad. So we, we can't go because the weather is so bad down there this week. So I will not be going to Miami this weekend, but yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. I've had some crazy things happen to me. Um, I've just been really blessed. And so then how actually did you get the cover of the, as I mentioned, spring 2017 issue of Teen Fashion Magazine? Um, they found me on on social media. Wow. And they were interested. And they're like, wow, can we do a feature on you? And of course, I was like, yeah, wow. like, duh. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, well, we want you to have the cover. So, yeah, it was just off of um, them kind of finding me at random and finding me interesting and inspiring and wanting and wanting to uh, write a little article and, and do do a spread on me, which is amazing. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrific. Well, indeed, you're you're right. We we have finally been having a lot of rain down here in Florida, but uh, up in the Florida Panhandle in Destin. Uh, later this month, you're actually going to be doing a photo shoot for a new swimwear line? Yes, I'm so excited. That's like my favorite. That's my one of my favorite stretches of beaches to go to. Yeah, it's beautiful. I'm a huge traveler. I love going down the, to the Caribbean, but nothing beats 30A. Yeah, that's I beautiful. love that area. It's stunning. We'll be down in Ali's Beach, and I'm so excited. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Atlanta is singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and model Katie Bell. Visit her official website at www.katiebellga.com. You can look at the title of this episode on your listening device for the proper spelling of her name, although we also have a link to her website on the show page for this episode on nhte.net. Katie is, as you're hearing, all over social media too, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You can find her music on SoundCloud, which is one of the platforms that this show is available on. Plus, you can hear her on Pandora and Spotify. Do purchase her music among other online retailers 
Her music can be purchased through iTunes and Amazon. Speaking of Amazon, we do ask that you go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner for any purchases that you're going there for. Similarly, we ask your consideration for a contribution to support this show through our Patreon campaign. It's patreon.com slash nhte, or just go to nhte.net. We have a button there that you can click on to go over to our Patreon page. There is a Facebook group for this show. It's called NHTE Listeners. So if you're searching on Facebook, just punch in NHTE Listeners. Otherwise, go to nhte.net. We have a button there for that. If you want to send us an email, write to podcast at nhte.net. And of course, do sign up for the e-newsletter once you're on nhte.net. Remember that you can listen to all episodes of this show there at nhte.net, or there are icons there that you can click on to go and get it instead from iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio. Do subscribe and tell a friend. And of course, our social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. There's icons for all of those at nhte.net. Katie, I had been asking you about being on the cover of Teen Fashion Magazine. Just one more modeling question before we get back to music. As you were mentioning, you have had the opportunity to do fashion runway shows. You mentioned that you've appeared at New York Fashion Week. You walked at New Orleans Fashion Week, Miami Beach Week. Uh, it it re- kind of reminds me a few weeks ago on episode 172, Nicole Medoro was the guest. She was talking about performing in the Macy's Fall Fashion Show, <laughs> wearing very little lingerie, mind you. Uh, Katie, obviously the confidence from your modeling has to help with your music persona, but but do you find it tough to do both now, now that you're getting more of these modeling opportunities? Do you think you might ever get to the point where you're going to have to pick one and, and just stick with modeling or just stick with music? Or do you intend, you know, at least for the time being, to, to try to do both indefinitely? Well, for the most part, um, they have not interfered with each other, like, one time. I'm actually kind of surprised I've ever had an issue with being both, um, which is great, because, like I said, usually when they find out, like, uh, some if I'm walking at a show or doing an event with modeling and they find out I'm a singer, they want to book me and they want me to do both. That's so it, it's really great because in the entertainment industry, it all kind of goes hand in hand, like acting, modeling, singing, all of it really complements each other. So I think, um, I mean, I just, I just go with the flow, you know, whatever, whatever is happening, if it's modeling, if it's singing, I, I do both, even though, Singing is my first choice and will always be my main priority, but for the most part, modeling hasn't interfered with that, and if anything, has honestly helped me, so I don't really, there's, I can't tell the future, but I would be surprised if um, I came to a point one day where I really had to choose one. Yeah, and and I, and I guess that's where the old cliche comes in that it would be a good problem to have, right? <laughs> yeah, it would be a it would be a very good problem to have. <laughs> well, since we're talking about some of your accolades, I had mentioned back in the intro about your having won some female country artist awards, but I did not mention another yeah. achievement of yours that I'd like you to talk about. Your cover version of "Counting Stars" by One Republic. Uh, reached number one on the Beat 100 Community's Worldwide Song Chart. So first of all, congratulations. But secondly, just take us through that time and that whole process. Was there any particular reason that you had recorded that in the first place? And and then do you know how it got all the way to that number one chart status? Just walk us through all that. This is just so funny because it was really just a random cover that I picked. And um 
it had just come out and you know this the secret to doing covers is to to kind of bet and forecast which songs are being released that you think are going to go number one so right when a new song drops from you know so, like a a-list um artist you you record it really fast and try to release it before anybody else and then once the song starts gaining popularity, people will go and search it on YouTube to listen to it for free, and then they'll run into your music video. Because um, if you're amongst the first people to post anything about that song, and that song ends up becoming number one or even top ten, you know, people are going to cr- come across your video. And for some reason, people just love watching covers. So your your cover is going to gain views of some kind just because of this the song that you're covering. So I just at random picked this one Republic song I heard was cool. Um, I love covering male songs because, you know, I'm a girl mm. and I have a really great low register so I can actually sing them for the most part um, in the original key. So it's just fun for me to do male covers. Um and yeah, we made the music video for it just because, you know, music videos are fun and people love to watch them. And somehow I ended up at number one. Amazing. <laughs> I really don't know. It's kind of some, sometimes you just, it's the things where you just don't try and it, it ends up being something amazing and people really gravitate towards it. It's the craziest thing. Yeah. And I am listening to you talk, but, it, but as you're saying all this, I'm scrolling through your YouTube channel and, and, uh, the One Republic Counting Stars cover, the, the video for that has over 39,000 views. There's another One Direction song, Story of My Life, which has over 53,000 views. And as you yeah. mentioned, you know, I, I am seeing a lot on here that you've done by a number of other artists, including uh, males and females alike. So uh, it's, it's a great strategy. And obviously that, that formula has, has been successful for you so far. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it works. It, even though it's not your original song, it gets people, I mean, anything for people to see your name. And then, you know, if someone else is ever like, oh, Katie Bell Aiken, that person who saw me on YouTube will be like, yeah, I know who that is. So it's just little by little, you know? Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is I'm seeing increased engagement on the NHTE Instagram posts ever since I started doing this, so follow this practice as well if you aren't doing so already. For starters, the max is 30 hashtags on a post. Take advantage of that. But more importantly, don't put them in with your caption, the photo description. Instead, immediately upon posting the image, put them as a comment on the photo. The algorithm is such that you will start seeing more likes, and thus hopefully more followers, on there. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? 
There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 1, Volume 2, and Volume 3 for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40, 41 to 80, and 81 to 120, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. Katie, another accomplishment of yours, which I had alluded to back in the intro, was that one of your original songs was selected for Rachel's Charity, which focuses on bullying awareness. And by the way, listeners, if you did not hear my interview with Brielle Von Hugel, who had been on American Idol, go back and listen to episode 147 of this show. Uh, Anti-bullying is a big platform for her, and she talked to me a lot about that. Katie, in your case, you actually got to headline the Teen Nation Tour as a result. Tell us all about that. Well, like I said, when I was in school, um, I was given a really hard time for wanting to follow my dreams of being a singer. Um, I was bullied by students and by my teachers mm. um, and my support. It was it was a horrible time for me. Wow. But it was something that um, I wrote a lot of music about and put I put a lot of that emotion into into my music and it it helped me through it for the time being. And I mean at the end of the day, it made me a stronger and a better person. But I got the I got the opportunity to headline on the Teen Nation tour because that that does focus on bullying, and it's so easy for me to travel um, on the tour and and go from city to city and state to state and basically school to school and talk to these kids because I know exactly what they're going through, and it literally it's. You know that saying, um, if you're doing what you love, you never have to work a day in your life. Right. It's such an easy thing for me to do because I get these kids so well because of what I went through when I was in school that it does not even feel like work. We do two shows a day, six days a week, and I really don't even feel like I work when I'm on tour. <laughs> well, I imagine because that it, yeah, it probably feels like a ministry to you because you know that you're healing some kids who probably otherwise, you know, are, are going to stay quiet about what they're dealing with. Yeah, and we go through a lot of really small towns, so we come to their schools and we sing for them. Um, and when I say we, it's me and about seven other artists usually, and we're all solo acts. And so we all go on stage separately, but we all convey the same message, you know? Mm-hmm. And and these kids, they look up to us. They think we're famous. And, I mean, it's just a beautiful thing to see because they they really think highly of us, and it gives us the opportunity to really be a role model and really help these kids out and be a good influence. And um, a lot of the schools we go to are very poor, and it just gives them hope. We talk about how we're singers and how we get to follow our dreams and, and you know, that inspires them too. And it's just, it's just an amazing, amazing experience that I've been able to be a part of for the past four years. Yeah. That's a real blessing because obviously this, this platform is putting you in a position where you can give back. And, you know, as you said, to, to say, listen, I'm, I'm up here talking to, to you firsthand experience. And so, those students are looking up to you because you're a singer, but 
it probably is touching them a lot deeper because they know that she because totally relates. I've been what they're going through, yeah. Exactly, exactly, yeah, that's that's terrific. So Rachel's charity, Forgive My Ignorance, is is that national or is it based in Atlanta or, or maybe both? That is, it's a national campaign. It's actually based out of Denver, Colorado. Ah. Um, Rachel was one of the high schoolers shot in the Columbine shooting. Oh, my. Um, yeah, and... She was she was just a really big advocate in her school when she was um, when she was still alive to be kind to one another and people just she was apparently such a light in her school and in her community and to her friends and her family. So her family took the liberty to share her story with the rest of the world. Basically, it could very well be an international campaign. Um, I haven't. I'm. I'm an advocate. They still use my songs, but um, I'm not as um, connected with them as I once was. But they're they're an amazing, amazing, amazing charity group, and they actually came to my middle school when I was in school, uh. and then they ended up using one of my songs like two years later. <laughs> Craziest thing. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great thing to be a part of and such an honor because, um, she also, they spotlight on bullying and how to be positive and how to support one another. So it's just something, um, I'm really passionate about. So, but you said that they came to your middle school and two years later, they started using your song. How did that happen? How did that come to be that, that they got it was completely random. It was completely random. They came across my song and asked me to, um, and ask for permission to use wow. it for their campaign. Wow. Yeah, completely random. That's tremendous. Um, Katie, back on episode 43 of the show, uh, singer-songwriter Lara Wisdom, she said, quote, For women in country music, it's a tough, tough, tough business. The 1990s, you saw lots of female artists emerging, and you're just seeing less and less, end quote. And Katie, in your in your bio, it says that you are, quote, well aware of the ongoing debate about women in industry. And when it comes to the music industry, you simply say women can do anything men can do in music, but we can do it in high heels, end quote. I like that. Yes. Just, just talk about that yes, a little bit. So I completely agree with her. She's got it down because country music is totally a mode world. Totally, totally, totally. I don't know what it is, but after Taylor Swift, the floodgates closed. Mm. Country music is not very welcoming to the females because it's such a competitive, competitive genre to be in as a female. Everyone's trying to take that Taylor Swift spot, and it's really, it's a void that I don't know will ever be (laughs) fully filled, to be perfectly honest. It's just, they're really gravitating more towards older older females. And, I mean, of course, they're not old because Spotlight right now is healthy ballerini and Mary Morris, but they're in their mid-20s, early 20s. I'm 17. Taylor Swift released Tim McGraw when she was 16 years old. Wow. So, the yeah, I don't know what it is, but the market for women in country music is just not there. I don't know what it is. 
but well, just, you know, you and I are just meeting each other for the first time. But, but to your credit, I, I, I want to believe that it doesn't, it doesn't appear to me as though you are trying to be uh, Taylor Swift because, you know, in, in, in researching for today's show, I, I noticed that it says that you've listened to music that have ranged everywhere from Glenn Campbell and Roberta Flack and Dolly Parton to, yes, obviously Taylor Swift and Carrie Underwood, but Keith Urban, Ed Sheeran, you even mention uh, artists like Drake, Bob Dylan. So to me, that doesn't sound like someone who is trying to be the next Taylor Swift. Right, but just country music in general is not favorable towards women right now. I just, it just isn't happening. I, I have gone into the, I've gone into the labels in Nashville and they just are not, they're not wanting to sign any women right now or do it, do any music with women. And I really don't know what it is. I guess the fans just gravitate more towards the males. Maybe females are better in pop music. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. It's something that I know women will always work towards. There will always be girls who want to be successful in country music. And one of these days, the curse is going to get broken (laughs) and we're going to go back to having lots of females in country music. But for right now, we are going through a dry spell and I will do my like, I will do my best and try my hardest to, um, to kind of break that up. But, um, it's a struggle that a lot of us are dealing with right now in country music for sure. Well, I commend you for for the the go getter attitude. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I am Bruce Warzniak, and joining me today in the now hear this entertainment guest line from Atlanta is singer, songwriter, multi instrumentalist, and model Katie Bell. Visit her official website. It's www.katiebellga.com. As I mentioned before, you can look at the title of this episode on your listening device for the proper spelling of her name, and then followed by G A. For the .com, although we do have a link to her website on the show page for this episode on nhte.net. Katie is, as I mentioned before, all over social media too. You will find her on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You can find her music on SoundCloud, which is one of the platforms that the show is available on. Plus, you can hear her on Pandora and Spotify. Do purchase her music. Among other online retailers, it can be purchased through iTunes and Amazon. As I mentioned before, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there. Look also for the button to support our Patreon campaign, a button for our Facebook group, and of course, icons for our social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, and then the buttons for the different platforms through which you can hear our show, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and TuneIn Radio. Please make sure that you're subscribing and telling others as well. Katie, at the end of today's show, we're going to play your newest single. I have been mentioning that your music is available for purchase on iTunes, among other online retailers. You've actually put out quite yeah. a bit of music already in, in your young career. Uh, when Listeners, when you look for Katie on, on iTunes, you will see that, um, Katie, you've got, you've got quite a bit out there already between singles and EPs. Yes, I do. And so now, um, moving forward, just kind of talk about, you know, what your songwriting process is and, and then, you know, where you are in terms of what you will release next and when. So songwriting process, um, I do basically all of my work up in Nashville. So that includes songwriting, that includes recording, all of that is done um, in Nashville 
um, we, I mean, it, there basically is no process to the songwriting. It happens different every single time. We'll, we'll do a melody. We'll start off with, um, music. We, we build every track, every track from scratch. Me and my co-writer will sit there and, um, usually start off with a baseline beat and then add things as we go along, including lyrics and melodies and things like that. Um, and then, yeah, we'll just sit there and kind of feed off of each other's vibes and, um, and feelings at the moment. And we'll, we'll end up writing a song and, um, I go up to Nashville. I try to get up there about once a month to do wow. that at least once, once a month. Wow. Yeah. Cause it's important to always be, um, pushing out content for sure. Yeah. Um, I believe, you're you're planning for another single to be released soon, yes? Um, EP, another EP to be releasing soon, hopefully. Uh, soon, meaning this summer before the end of 2017. When when might that be? Soon, hopefully. We're we're hoping towards before the end of uh, 2017, before Christmas for sure, like before the holidays. Okay, and will, um, will there be another single between now and then, by chance? Um, there possibly could be. Yes, they, there could be. Um, we haven't decided that it's not set in stone yet, but that's definitely um, an option that we're looking at. I like the mystery in your voice. You're you're being a good promoter. <laughs> it keeps people <laughs> keeps people coming back and and watching your social media to find out. Does she have a new song? When is it coming out? What's it called? <laughs> Is it coming out? Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, right now we're trying to pick which songs we would put on the EP um, when when we want to release that. Um, if I need to to maybe switch out some, write some new ones. Um, okay. Yeah, we're kind of we're looking at the blueprints right now because we wanna we wanna push American Wild and work with American Wild for um, a while. I've had that song for over a year and we've been waiting to release it. And then the time came. And so we're just going to try to, to run that as long as we can before, um, I release the EP, but, um, yeah, it'll all be good stuff. Very transitional country pop. Um, some are going to sound more country than others. Other songs are going to sound more pop than others. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun little EP. Whatever whatever songs we choose to go on there, um, I really think that it's going to be good, and I think that people are going to like it a lot. So you had mentioned fingers a, crossed. You had mentioned a co-writer. Uh, I, I thought that in doing my research for today's show, I thought that I saw something that said that you do, or, or maybe, it, maybe it's past tense, maybe you used to uh, write some songs hundred percent by yourself. Is is that still the case once in a while or has it changed and, and everything is now a co write? Yeah, that has definitely changed. Um everything is still a co write. Um when I was younger I would I would write songs all by myself, but that was just in my early years of figuring out that um I wanted to do music and wanted to be a singer. I am a lot better with um, other people in the room. It really helps me to be able to bounce off of other people's ideas. Um, 
I love being around people. I get inspired, especially by the co-writer that I work with up in Nashville. His name is Kip Williams. I've been working with him since I was 11. Wow. I love him. Yeah, he's he's like my big brother. But are we you exclusive other, with so. him now, or, or do you do co-writes with, with others? I'm not technically exclusive with him, but I have, I can honestly, I can say that I never worked with anybody else that really gets me like he does. Oh. I have co-write with other people. I've co-written with other people, um, and I still do co-write with other people, but Kip is just, me and Kip are are just on the money when we get together. <laughs> sure, sure, fair enough. Well, uh, two final questions, Katie. The first will be All right. the first will be about your newest music video. It's it's a great video. It looks really fun. I, I started to assume as I watched it that those must be your best friends in it, but you actually filmed it out in California. How how did that come yeah. to be? How did you how did you come to film it in California as opposed to filming in Georgia? And then also as I was watching it, I noticed that it was actually Vivo branded, which we all know carries a lot of clout. So how did you come to filming it in California instead of Georgia? And then how did you get placed with Vivo? Well, um, the manager that was managing me um, at the time that I wrote and decided to release American Wild was like, well, we need to do a music video because we're going to be releasing this as the lead single. So he kind of um, set me up with, the with the whole project out in LA uh-huh. um it just seemed it just seemed right we really wanted to go big with the first major music video um release since um my song that I released back when I was like 13 called born for this I also flew out to California to film that music video uh-huh. um but I really wanted to do um a big video for this song because I felt like the song was good enough to do a music video, an elaborate music video like that. So, yeah, we started a team that we thought was going to fit us out in L.A. We set it all up. We flew out there last Easter. It was Easter weekend because I remember we were flying home on Easter. Mm. Um, And, yeah, we filmed it, and we rented out an entire... um, It was like a ranch um, uh, entertainment space. So, like, it wasn't an actual ranch with, like, horses. Well, it had horses, but those are horses to ride, not, like, you know, farm horses. Uh-huh. So, like, it's a, it's an event um, place that you can rent out for the, for the um, buildings and stuff. Like, they do weddings and things like that. Gotcha. So, we played on that ranch all day and, yeah, shot a really fun music video. And those and girls were not your best friends, were they? <laughs> no, I was just about to say, those girls were not my best friends. So I did end up making friends with them, and we're friends now, but we were not at the time. Um, yeah, so we had literally just met each other that morning when we when we filmed that music video, but they were all really nice, so it was very easy for um, it to look like we were actual best friends. Yeah, yeah, y'all did a good job of convincing me, at least, that, <laughs> that you're <best> <laughs> Good, I'm good, glad. Good actresses. <laughs> Thank you, I'm glad. And then with Vivo, um, we bas- we submitted the video to Vivo, and they contacted us back that day, and we're like, yeah, wow. we would be happy to release the music wow. video for you. Wow, that's true. So, um, yeah, it is, because apparently they're kind of they take their time with um, answering back and releasing videos, but they answered mine back um, 
that day and seemed really excited about helping me release it. So mm. another great accomplishment. Um, yeah. So well, things are, things are just shed the lug in over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to close, uh, with that song that, that you're just talking about the video for it's, uh, called American wild. But before we let you yes. go, tell the listeners all about this song. This song is an autobiography about my life. Uh, everything written in this song, from chipping cows to staying out late and then going to church the next morning to sneaking out, all of that is real. I have done everything that I ha- I sing about wow. in this song with my friends. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just a really fun, relatable, you know, like, you try to be good, but, you know, you're not really an angel all the time, <laughs> but you're having fun while you're doing it, so what does it really matter, right? It's just about, you know, growing up in America. You're singing about what I asked you early in the show, which is where do you find time to just be a 17-year-old girl? And so that song yeah, is exactly. essentially saying, trust me, Bruce, I find times to be a 17-year-old I have girl. I plenty of time. <laughs> 4 a.m. in the morning is the perfect time. <laughs> uh, don't tell my mom I said that. <laughs> yeah, this is the part of the interview where you tell her, oh, just turn it off. He just, he just wraps up from here. There's nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, Katie, this is the end, and, and uh, thank you so much for your time, and, and God bless you. Best of luck with everything. Congratulations on, on all your accomplishments so far. I really appreciate you doing this thank today. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and model Katie Bell. Do visit her official website. It's www.katiebellga.com and then engage with her on social media. So that means like her Facebook page, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. For that matter, tell you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Purchase Katie's music. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, and other online retailers. Keep up with her online so you can see where and when you can go see her perform live, as well as to keep up with announcements that she puts out about new music that she's working on. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this show and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and repost episodes there, and you can also follow on SoundCloud. Engage with the show too. Go to nhte.net and click on the icon to go join the Facebook group. You can also write in via the email address podcast at nhte.net. Get with us on the various social media platforms that you'll find links to at nhte.net, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Please also consider supporting the show with a donation through Patreon. There's a button at nhte.net for that. And check out the t-shirts and hats at nhte.net as well. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out with another song by Katie Bell. This is the one she just talked about. It's called American Wild. Just knowing you know it's her Weeknight she's sneaking out House parties tipping cows And Sunday morning she's back in church <laughs> 